Hello and welcome back to another episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Guys, we are on episode 97. We are so close to that sweet, sweet golden 100th episode that I can taste it. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's stuck in my teeth. These German plastic toothpick getter outer things can't even get it out. It's there day and night. I'm going to get a cavity from it. Episode 100 is almost there. And guys, we have a really amazing show today actually i'm really um i I'm, I'm over the moon about today's show we had a really spectacular guest on that i'm i, I don't even really want to waste too much time getting to like it was a really fun show um i guess just to let you know so today's guest is connected to this brand new television show that i had the uh, pleasure of getting to do the music for there's a brand new eight episodes of a show called Wrong, and it's on RTL+. You should go and get it and stream it. It's very funny. And the showrunner, director, uh, head of the writer's room, and one of the lead actors is our guest today. Uh, his name is, I would say, David Helmut. <laughs> David Helmut! But his uh, name, of course, is David Helmut. And he's a wonderful guy, very easy to talk to. He's full of really interesting stories. And I had the pleasure of getting him on the show today to talk not only about um, getting me on the show, like being the creator of the show, but also about where he comes from, because he is technically, guys, he's an artsy-fartsy immigrant. So he fits the profile perfectly, and I was really happy to have him on. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure to, uh, if you are subscribed to us on Apple, to send us uh, a comment or a review or a rating or something to help new people find that show. It really helps us a lot. Follow us on Instagram at Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Instagram, uh, po- uh, sorry, Jesus. TikTok, Artsy Fartsy Podcast. Um, with all of the joy in my heart, guys, I'm going to kick this off now. This is my interview with... David Helmut. So the the incomparable, uh, talented, mysterious David Helmut. I'm very pleased to have you on my show. Finally, we got this uh, locked down after some time. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, always, man. Um, why don't, so maybe we should talk a little bit first about how we started working together. I mean, you know, you, yeah, you have this brand new show that just came out, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty happy. It's, it's online. The people like it. The people love love it. it. (laughs) Yeah, they love it. I don't even understand why, you know, because I watched it for like over a hundred times and then <laughs> you lose uh, your objectivity in your and you're just um, yeah in the end you just hope that the people will like it and yeah did you did you a man um, <laughs> <laughs> i've um i've directed like small things myself and i know that process mm-hmm. of uh watching things over and over and over and like it kind of loses its magic. Was there um, jokes or scenes in this show that you saw so many times that you no longer found them funny? Like right now, 
Sure. Like you've I mean, seen them so many course, times. Of yeah. Of course. You, you see, yeah, I, I have to watch it like over and over again. And then um, what I'm tr trying to do is actually not, I'm trying to not uh, lose the first spirit, the first emotion I had watching it or I had experiencing uh, it um, um, on the set. Um, that's what I'm just trying to do because, you know, you have eight episodes and of course if you watch a joke like more than 10 times you you stop laughing at some point yeah that so, makes sense yeah you have to take notes and then just remember the first spark of the joke i know and, that uh, believe yeah believe in that joke now i know that the actors followed screenplays of course like there's the you have the skeleton of what the, the blocking is mm -hmm. and what the actions are and where, you know, how A gets to B and what moves the story along. But since you directed it and since you're a fan of improvisation, how many mm -hmm. average takes would you say you did for a normal scene? We didn't have so much time, you know, so because, yeah, because we, 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 we promised, um, we promised uh, the network that that we we will make it in like 35 days and we always knew um, that's crazy by the way we, we yeah that's crazy because it's eight episodes like 25 minutes each 35 days so we have to do like more than 5 minutes a day something like that and that's crazy that's really crazy you, yeah because you 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 Actually, you do two minutes if you want to do it right. So, yeah, I think um, the commercial, my work on, on, on all of the commercials before helped me to, to work on a set and to decide fast and to, uh, to know what I want. So yeah, I wanted I'm, to... I'm, I'm really quick. I don't know why, but I, 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 I can really uh i'm fast deciding what i want um so have you do you think you've always been like that since you were young or did you craft that skill over time and eventually find that with your commercial work i mean the difference to to other directors is for me it, it was like a natural thing to do like all the jobs to film with my own camcorder and to to edit it on vhs and uh, it was like i was i began doing everything so other directors who go to film school they just learn directing uh often and yeah, yeah and you know i learned camera first and so i, I did a, a um yeah um a camera guy how do you call it ausbildung in english ausbildung. You, did, you did like a degree in cinematography yeah it was a, yeah i did a degree in cinematography first and then i um, worked as an assistant on movie sets and and i learned that everyone hates the director because he doesn't know any technical stuff you know? Yeah, that's yeah. So that happens he, a lot. Most of the directors they they go on set and they just say, "Okay, 
I want to do it like that, like that, like that, and that. And everyone in the crew is like, oh, stupid asshole. He doesn't know. <laughs> doesn't know that's not yeah, possible. Yeah, that's a possible. And yeah, not today, like all of the stuff he wants. And um, I was one of the guys saying, stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned very quick that I, I uh, if I'm going to be a director at some point in my life, I just have to know all the jobs on the set so yeah. I can understand what what the problems are and what yeah. what is possible you know because if you and, and, and now it's funny because uh, if I do commercials and I I, I go on a set and um, you know I often you have like a crew uh, of people you never saw before yeah. and, and and you you feel that they they had different experiences with other directors and for example the 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 um the guffer comes to me and uh, the light guy and he he tries to explain me uh, uh what he what he's going to do and i'm like yeah but what about the sky panel 30, 60 here and 60 there. And, and, you know, and I'm dropping words he never thought a director would ever know. Absolutely, yeah. And it, it's a different story from that moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and from that moment, it's like, okay, yeah, let's work together, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. You don't lose the people. And that that's what... I think it's a, a base you need as a director so you can work fast. And so... Dude, I completely, uh, I completely agree with that. Like, I don't know if you know this ab about me because we never really got to talk so much uh, about who we yeah. are before we work together. But like uh, I went to film school at the University of New Orleans and actually studied film too. But I think everything you've said is really, really accurate. It's like New Orleans is a, a really, really vibrant film city. They had these extreme tax cuts and like most of the films you saw from 2010 to like 2017 was all shot in yeah. New Orleans, no matter where in the world it was set. And then the tax code changed. Now it's Atlanta. Now Atlanta has like the highest. I didn't know, actually. What, Dude, what are the movies from New Orleans? Uh, I just, oh, I couldn't. I mean, like I, everything. Like every, like highest, like $150 million blockbuster films, all the way down to like every independent, you know, Sundance, Tribeca film, like so many okay. films are shot there, but they're not placed there in the story. The story is like Seattle or it's, you know, Dubai or something, yeah. but they say like, oh, let's shoot it in New Orleans. We build a set. We do some CGI in the back. Let's put, you know, the rock here. That's interesting <laughs> like, because, you, you know, if you if you hear New Orleans, uh, you, uh, New Orleans, sorry. <laughs> no, if no, you you're right. That, New Orleans you, is right, you, yeah. You, yeah, you, you think uh, about music first and mm. then, you know. Totally. You, it's, totally. It's, it's jazz it's, it's, music. It's like unsuspecting. And, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Funny, funny thing because I didn't know you. You have been study uh, film at, at a film school, yeah. I mean, so cool. but what I was saying is like what exactly what you said is right because uh, I worked on so many, of course, student film sets, a few commercial sets, mm -hmm. some feature sets, and you get exactly that impression that some directors and I can't speak for everyone I worked for, but a handful for sure didn't know the language of the people working under them. And to be exactly. able to literally go up to gaffers and use the language of the lights and to be able to tell the cameraman, okay, I want, you know, 
a wide angle lens or I want telephoto or like what kind of, if you want film grain, if you want how, how exactly you want it shot, how you want it to look, what kind of lighting you want, your blocking, which for those who don't know means like what, what you want the characters to do in the room, like open this book, move to this corner, sit on the bed mm-hmm. and you know, like that's something that separates like a good film director, someone who understands the job as opposed to like just someone who has that vision. And there's nothing wrong with that guy. There's nothing wrong with the guy who just like, I see this picture and I got to get it down. Sometimes they make great yeah. stuff. But exactly. that, that working guy. It's just guy, a way to, yeah. It's just a it's different just a way. way. to to work and to, it's, it's a workflow. It's a workflow. You know, like, I like to see as a, yeah, it's as teamwork, you know, yeah. overall. It's not just this guy sitting there and for me. It's yeah, not, in the in the little like in the little monitor box, you know. Yeah, I can I I don't want to be separated from the crew, you know. It's yeah. like I I want to fight with them there, and then, yeah, and you want them to fight it's, it's for more fun you for me, yeah, and yeah, exactly. And, and I make I made the uh, the experience that they will fight with you if you're one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like oh man, four hours. Uh, over time, oh yeah, we oh, hate yeah. the director, and then you know if that starts, it's like a virus <laughs> on set. Dude, and then you would you would be blown away yeah. by the stories that I get from my friend Cody. So like my best friend back where I grew up has ended up working like pretty regularly as a stand-in, but um, also of course everyone does PA work and he does all kinds of stuff, but more regularly as a stand-in on shows like Ozark. He worked on Loki. Oh, He worked cool. on uh, the Disney, Disney, uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise movie, like all these big productions. And he has the, and he worked on Spider-Man No Way Home, I think, or Homecoming. As a stand-in, right? As a stand-in, yeah. And he has the craziest stories of like unfunctionality, like people just not, this machine not working. And in some cases, like in Ozark, Jason Bateman, is a very good director and has like this amazing relationship. Oh, he directed it by uh, he directed it by himself, right? Uh, Bateman directed, I think, almost the whole first season, and he d- always directs a couple of episodes every season. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know, but I like him. I like his uh, oh, kind I love of humor. Him. I love yeah, him. He's yeah. great. I mean, in movies like Kill the Boss, and you know, yeah, I just love this humor. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 something else. And so like it's really cool to see, like I never I I hated working on set personally. I, I I wasn't sure at first when I started school what I wanted to really do, you know, like I was just this nerd who was obsessed with movies and I knew probably the only way I was ever going to make a career in it doing what I really want to do would be like a film theory teacher, which is so not <laughs> kind of what you go to film. You don't go to film school to be the theory teacher. You know, I wanted to just nerd out on movies and like talk about Kurosawa and like all this stuff. But what I ended up finding was like, I started acting, which led me into like writing things that I could act in. And then that turned into, oh, hey, you're a musician, right? Would you want to like put something under this? And that led into like, oh, I love that. It's the work is done. I don't have to be on set. Now I can just write music for it. Oh, that was the best feeling ever. So you, you don't want to come back as an actor because I think you, you 
would could love be a great to do actor that. as well. Yeah, I know. I would love. So, you can yeah, smell we, it. I'm dripping already, in it. I know. <laughs> We already actually, I mean, we are uh, sitting in a writer's room for the second season right now uh, with your beautiful girlfriend, wife. Mm. Well, my wife, Ify, yeah. Your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we already we are already looking for the perfect... American tourist? The, the perfect <laughs> American tourist role you could play, yeah. We already <laughs> talked about that. So, I, uh, I always told her, I was like, be aware you know, of. I, was, I always told her, whatever projects where there's a possibility, if there's someone who should, shouldn't be there, it's a perfect role. <laughs> or I can do German, but as long as they're allowed to have an accent, then it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I know that. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for, for the great music. I love it. It's, David, it's, we're gonna be we're gonna crazy. be really stroking each other here because I'm very thankful for the opportunity. The show is great, and I really loved <laughs> doing it. Um, so for, we haven't even said the name of the show. I'm sure I'm gonna. I, I will have introduced it, but so the name is mm-hmm. officially wrong uncensored, right? It's like this yeah. little add-on. Okay. So why was this uncensored add-on to the? It's a legal thing. Okay. Because there is already a show called Wrong. And I hated it to add something to this, like perfect short title. Yeah. But it's 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 a German thing, you know. I I think no one would ever mention it or, like, no one would ever call RTL and say, "Hey, we have a show wrong, uh, called wrong as well. What the fuck? We gonna?" Uh, no, they yeah, would never remember you. that. But no, no one would ever do that. But a German thing is like we. Have to do it like safe as possible, so yeah. we we're gonna add a, a random word to it, and uh, yeah, and now it's uncensored. And the funny thing is, nothing is uncensored. It's like everything is censored. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the funny thing. Was like it says uncensored, but the whole point is that it's a mockumentary, so the the graphic parts are censored out. Are pixelated. censored? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't make it doesn't make sense at all. No. <laughs> but it's kind of a nice it like i understand your point completely and it's it's silly but it also it almost has this almost has this nice marketing thing to it where it's like wrong uncensored you know like it's just like oh yeah filthy. i mean that works exactly and you know uh in combination with the uh with this nude poster we, <laughs> exactly. we, we made it's perfect <laughs> like it's a marketing thing, of course, because uh, RTL isn't known uh, for fiction yet. Like, I would say that. RTL is like more a reality show, scripted reality, and right. dating shows, many naked people. So, you know, we thought a naked poster <laughs> would be like the perfect perfect thing for all the people going on RTL Plus and uh, just want to see an, another dating show maybe now with nude people uh, called great, Wrong Uncensored. It's a really great it's, gimmick, it's actually. perfect because they just click it and then, then they're uh, by chance <laughs> they will love it. And yeah. <laughs> That was the PR. I, I wanted gag. to ask, like, just before we, we um, go too deep into into wrong just because i did want to say because i know that you're you're short on time just that thank you for that chance and i'm really happy with where you pushed 
that that music into like there was a window where you know maybe it was like we, we were a little unsure and stuff but then it came out and you and i are both i think equally happy with the result and yeah. i love it i really and i'm thankful a lot for the chance to do it no nothing to be thankful for man thank you i, I wanted to um, i wanted to ask you about uh pestana oh yeah can you talk a bit? Can you talk a bit about Pestana? So this was 2017. Was this your first uh, short, official short? It or? was. It was my first short after film school. Yeah, it was in the last year of film school. Uh, we just decided to do this road movie kind of short film. Yeah. And, and how, how did you? What do it, you want to know? Well, how, it's, well, it's called Pstana. It's it's a Portuguese word actually. And oh, it's it's Pstana. It's Pstana. It's a Portuguese Pstana. word, and it's it means uh, I don't know. In Germany, we say wimper. Ah, it's, uh, is that to how to do you blink? call it? It's, it's not eyebrow. No, not no, eyebrow, eyelash. The, eyelash. Eyelash. Yeah, eyelash. It. So it's the Portuguese word for eyelash. Oh, okay. Well, first off, like. Was this something that you'd worked on a lot throughout those years or just like it was a thesis project, you got funded from the school and you just cranked it out? Yeah, we got funded from a German TV network called uh, BR. Um, oh, yeah, Bayerischer Rundfunk, yeah, sure. Yeah, Bayerischer Rundfunk, exactly. And um, yeah, it was like, you know, I worked with um, Titus, uh, who plays like Titus right now in, in Rome. I was going to... He's he's next on my list about about asking you about him. Yeah, it's like we know each other since fifth grade. Uh, what since fifth grade in, in Oxford? Yeah. It's, oh, okay, it's that's one crazy. Of my, one of my best friends and Dennis. Uh, I I studied with him like at film school, so we know each other for a long time. That's and a we, good crew, man. We did, yeah, and we decided um, to make Pstana. It was like um, we had a great idea for a screenplay about uh, some uh, two girls who are uh, in Portugal uh, with their class and they decide to just to escape from the hostel and have a good time and then they meet um, some tourist robbers, also uh, teenagers uh, who are like poor and just rob tourists and it's a yeah, and they de decide to 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 join them, and then yeah, it's a dramatic end, but um, I loved it because the making of this movie was like even crazy, crazier than than wrong because we just decided to do it. We got only ten k or something from the Bayerische Rundfunk, wow. and they just they just told us okay, let, just just do it and we uh, we just went to portugal one week before shooting rented airbnbs <laughs> never told them we're going to shoot something in there and we 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 had the screenplay and the actors met each other in portugal for the first time oh wow okay so no and rehearsals had, before like, <laughs> no rehearsals and the, we were lucky that Ryanair had like uh, super cheap flights at that time. <laughs> it was, it was, I don't lie, it was seventeen ninety nine. Oh, not seventeen, 
Not 70, 17, 99 for each of them. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> let's go down You're there. just throwing cash out at the pilot. Like. Yeah, we just, we just shot it on the road. We just really That's shot amazing, it on the road. Yeah. And we were like, we had, we had two cars and one um, camper van. And then we, we drove down the, the Portuguese coast. We were, we were like, okay, this scene, uh, this could be a cool place for this scene here. And we just shot it there. It was two weeks shooting and having fun with the crew, and I like it doing like doing it uh, like that and shooting movies like that. If yeah, you, you, you strike you know, me as the you type. You feel like a family. Yeah, yeah, I family type, raw in the moment, fresh. Yeah, it can't be just the product. No, it should be no. also like the the way and uh, the time you 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 shooting. You have you you, sh- you should have fun. Yeah, and if if that's not there then you just do the wrong job sorry you know R- wrong job wink the wrong job <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> and then like was it the same year that you did i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing it wrong ketapan 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 yeah ketapan it's also with titos egg. right it's also with titos and um, yeah and um how do you call it main role yeah, yeah in the yeah in the main role yeah the main role and this was a series and idea right it was a serious pilot, but a bit too early, I think. It would be easier to sell it right now. What was, the, was, main, what actual, was the main story behind it? What was the main, the main story idea? was about, about cops, German cops, who are uh, taking... Um, they're like DA, you know, DA cops, like uh, having... Uh, the main the main uh, subject of this department was uh, drugs so they took the drugs from the police uh, department or I don't know how you you call it where all of the drugs are being stored in the like in the inventory yeah inventory at the police department and they uh, they evidence room and and yeah and, and start to sell it to to people secretly and i like yeah that. it's like a like a drug lord story but, but from the other side and the funny thing is like we shot it i don't know 2012 no 2016 17 or something and 2021 in munich uh the newspapers all of the newspapers wrote about police guys about cops in munich doing exactly that you're kidding me yeah you can you can you can read it i didn't see that i didn't know about that yeah they sold cocaine to 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 people like (gasps) and munich munich cops are like famously never doing anything at all mostly the saving bicycles (laughs) i don't know if i mean i knew they do stuff but what they, uh, I mean, they're, they, they, they will. Oh man, that's crazy. They won't leave you, even if you have a, like a, a half of a joint or something. That's what they do. Yeah. They, they, because it's a, it's a, the, <laughs> the whole so system crazy. is like, it's like, uh, it's like a game. They get points for, you know, for busting people. Right, sure. Even yeah, if it's a just quota. a joint, they, you yeah, you get yeah. you get some points for that, and then you can level. Um, that's the, the f- 
<laughs> that's the crazy thing about the cops in Munich. There was but I this... like him. I have to say I like him. <laughs> you have <laughs> to say afraid. it. Like, you have to say <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <like. laughs> no, there was no. this... Uh, there was this documentary. So Munich has a documentary film festival. And like, I don't know, four or five years ago now, me and Ify went with a couple of friends of ours and we, we didn't know what it was. It was a documentary that was focused on, have you ever seen the Spielberg film Minority Report? I think it's I with, saw it. It's with Tom Cruise. It's with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's, about, it's like a futuristic story. It, it, it's something. about predicting crime. So, oh yeah, it's like a Black Mirror episode, like kind of. Yeah, like this, right? it's in that vein. Kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the so the documentary was about this real technology that's happening now that they're trying to implement, oh. where you predict where in certain neighborhoods crime might take place, which is obviously they're focusing on you know kind of racist math, but they're basically looking at certain like urban neighborhoods. Probably, and, yeah. So, but the funny thing was about it, they they interviewed cops from like Chicago. Brooklyn, uh, London, and Munich, right, of all places. Mm -hmm. So they go to these cops in Chicago, and they say, well, why don't you tell us about the kind of crime that you're experiencing in Chicago? And you see this, like, war-torn officer with, like, you know, bags under his eyes. His skin is gray. He's chain-smoking. He's like, we had a fucking murder yesterday. A poor girl got her guts ripped out and dumped in the gutter. You know, and then they go to New York and they're like, so what the kind of crime is like, they're selling crack cocaine to the babies on the street corners. They got women oh, strapping up, split in half. And then they go to Munich and they're like, what What kind of yeah. crime do you, do you have? And it's a very serious documentary, right? And they go to the, the cops in Munich. They're like, well, in the, in the uh, Max Vorstadt, there's lots of uh, fader, lots of bicycles being stolen here at the U-Bahn. <laughs> Documentary. Went, yeah. <laughs> okay. No way. But and the whole audience was like, "Fun? Ah! Is it? Is it? A f it's, is it supposed to be a funny documentary or is not it at like all, dude? Not at all. Real crime and then. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. But yeah, that's exactly what what they do. When, at but least we're now safe, we you know. It's it's you know. Is it? Isn't it good to feel safe here? Yes. Munich? Yes, like, dude. Come on. I'm from New Orleans. Safe. It's it's yeah. Yeah, New it's a different I mean, story, isn't it? It's a whole different world. I mean, in New Orleans, I was very comfortable going to bed hearing gunshots. You did? Really? Absolutely. Crazy. Most of the time. And then you come, it depends on the neighborhood, of course, but then like you come here and you can mm -hmm. you can leave your groceries outside and forget, like, ah, I left my, ah, I left my yeah. bag of eggs outside and it's still there. Yeah. It's crazy. So like, many they, times they I just, just don't forget need it. to lock my car uh, and my like forget stuff and then you come back and it's still there it's still there Sometimes man it's, yeah it's wild it's why i mean like you you it's balance wild. it out it's great yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like you balance like you accept this the terms of like pickier people and like more conservative sort of like i don't know a little bit more closed-minded people in a sense but yeah. you're exchanging that for the safety you know yes yes I gotta say, it's I want okay. the safety. It's, I want, yeah, I want the safety too. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's, it is. I just want to. It just feels safe. It feels especially safe. if you raise kids, you know, and you you don't have to worry. I mean, of course, there are also uh, things happen. Sure, sure. It's not perfect, but it's it's much yes, better than a lot of a lot of a lot of cities in America. It's just like polar opposite.
Yeah. Um, so I'm not totally against cops. So I think they do uh, they they do a good job in the end. But yeah, sometimes they're really picky if you yeah. if they just want to bust you. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask actually because um uh part of the show like the reason that you technically qualify to be a guest other than me just wanting to talk with you is like one mm-hmm. you're a you're artsy fartsy you're director writer producer <laughs> yeah. actor but you're an immigrant technically you are not born and raised in germany is that right it's it's right yeah i'm not so, born and raised here I, I, i'm 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 are from you from kazakhstan code. i'm from kazakhstan like borat you're from <laughs> like borat yeah <laughs> You don't look anything <laughs> like those guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's um, crazy. Man. Like, I was I, born there. Yeah. yeah and I went to crazy. Germany um, 1995, 1994, I guess. And we had um, uh, my, father, my father's family already lived here. So my father uh, has... Um, uh, Re- relatives no what is the word yeah your father had relatives here in germany relatives here so in you- germany and in, yeah. in austria and then yeah and my mother in kazakhstan so it's from kazakhstan and then uh, we decided to go here and yeah at wait <laughs> so why yeah, what, what was, was the choice like he has family why? here but why move because you thought yeah, you saw you saw all of the uh, photos and videos from from your from from your uncles and aunts, and it seemed to be a better world. So okay, so yeah. it was a perfect decision because, uh, I mean, I'm very thankful uh, that my parents at some point just decided to go here to Germany. Uh, yeah, because yeah, everything happened here to mm-hmm. me i don't know if, if that would be possible um do you think you had like more opportunities here better education better lifestyle definitely i mean i don't know uh if the kazakian <laughs> uh commercial industry is uh, that big there uh but yeah. yeah you have definitely a better film education here i would say because you have um, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, you have better film schools here. And uh, it's, you know, it's European. Uh, you have all of the European connections here. It's it's different. I'm, I'm thankful. I, mm-hmm. I don't say it's a, it, it's a um, worse country than Germany. It, I, I think Kazakhstan Germany, is no, it's definitely it's, it's not. Like, it's like worst country. No, not even close. No, <laughs> no way. No, no, man. no. I mean, I mean, it's if you, if you, uh, I mean, I've, I've been to uh, Kazakhstan. Like, I don't know. Um, the last time I've been there, two thousand and seven, because I've my aunt is still living there. I was about to ask if you visit at all. If you go back there. I did, but um, I should go. I should go there again, but I don't know. It was seven years ago, or something. 
I've been there. What was the population like of your? Was it a town? Was it a city? Was it a village? Like, it was the it was the capital, Astana. Oh. I don't know how how the how the capital is called right now. So I was born in a town called Karaganda. Karaganda. Yeah, uh, that's right. Karaganda. Yeah. It's and actually um, yeah. My my father lived there in a small village. It was a small German village with German people from. St. Petersburg is fun. It's a funny thing because they they had to leave uh, uh, St. Petersburg when World War II started because they had German uh, roots and the people when the German Germans came to St. Petersburg, the the uh, Russian people there decided to uh, to put all of the Germans to Kazakhstan. Because they were just afraid that they, at some point, they will, would join the German army, you know. Wow, that's so they said all really of the German German people from Saint Petersburg moved to Kazakhstan and lived there in a small village. So my grandparents in Kazakhstan uh, spoke German actually, but I never. I mean, it was wow. just, just David. Seven that's years actually old really inter- that's actually really interesting history. I didn't know that at all. I mean, yeah, surprise, I'm American. What, what do I know? But <laughs> <laughs> What is your history? <laughs> like, you know, it's born at like Mississippi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like New York, bro. <laughs> no, but that's really, yeah. that's super interesting. I had, I had never heard that story before. I'm sure uh, there's so many stories in that. But like, so you, your, your family spoke German in that region. Did you speak German as a child before you were eight or nine years old? No, no, no. My father neither uh he he just knew that his father could speak some german words okay but it uh it's uh it was more the grandparents so you so you had to move here you had to move here as a kid you knew nothing and then you had to learn as you go i knew nothing no i i went here with i was nine years old and then i had to yeah i was just thrown into the third grade fucking that's and, crazy and i was i was lucky to um to grow with uh yeah to grow up in a german village so all of my friends uh spoke german and i hadn't uh <laughs> the opportunity to not speak it you know and as a kid is of course it, it's easier uh to learn a language sure, if you sure. just hang out with other children it's like you know you you learn uh, the language very fast and yeah, so I mean I see your TikTok videos and I feel you. I, <laughs> I don't want you to judge you. me on those. <laughs> no 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 not at all, because I know how how difficult it will be it would be for me to learn uh, another language, especially German, which is really Man, difficult. It's no joke. So much harder than I ever could have imagined. I just took the the B one certificate exam over this weekend. I took it. Uh, f- you just took it. I just took it. Yeah, one part Friday, one part Saturday. And so how 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 did uh, you feel? Well, I'm I'm very curious. Like I think I passed it, but I definitely know that I didn't pass it with 100. percent You know. Okay. I but know that, that I didn't 100. percent There's there's something you needed there. to to do your driver license or something like that. Right? I did that. I, yeah, yeah, I did that last year, and it was also kind of a insane process. I, like, 
I could have, I learned this after the fact, but I could have transferred my Louisiana license over to German. Is that, is that even possible? Because you can, you can drive well, in, uh, in the, in the States, you can drive from 60 years old, right? I had a, I had a, so in, in, in Mississippi, it's different every state, which is also kind of a problem there. But in Mississippi, I had a learner's permit at 15, which meant I could drive with someone over 21 with me. And at 16, hmm. you got your driver's license from Vroom. And you could just act as you could drive like crazy. And I, I had 16, so many accidents. Just a child, but yeah. Man, I hit, I had so many car accidents. You can't even imagine like. You had so many car accidents. I hadn't do, I had, there are like, <laughs> I have had so many car accidents. So we're and lucky you're still here. Dude, well, particularly one, and you'll love this story. A friend of mine who was uh, a very attractive guy, who is a very attractive mm -hmm. guy, was meeting a friend of mine who's a very attractive girl. And at the time in high school, I had a crush on the girl, right? So I was kind of like possessive. I was like, no, this is like my dream girl. She's going to be my girl one day. But we were friends. And she <laughs> never saw me that way, ever. And so okay. one evening, I introduced my good-looking guy friend to this good-looking girlfriend And instantly they have this like crazy chemistry, right? Like they're oh, no. gonna, they're gonna hook up. It's instant, you know? That hurts. And I knew it. I'm there. I'm this like crazy fat teenager. Like I was so oh, fat no. and like, they're so good looking. And I was like, it's gonna happen. And I knew it was gonna happen. And so I hung out with them that entire night. We didn't drink. <sighs> we didn't do drugs. We didn't smoke, like nothing. <laughs> We were just awake, walking along the train tracks, hanging in the park, sitting in cars, listening to music until six in the morning the next day. I, I was cock blocking until the next day, right? Oh, no. So at six in the morning, I fell asleep in you her car. You should have left. Just, well, yeah. I should have left much earlier for sure. And at that morning, <laughs> I, I got tired and I said, all right, guys, you know, defeated. I was like, I'm going to go home. And they were like, all right, bye. Like, finally, we can make <laughs> out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so finally finally dude, motherfucker will leave. <laughs> finally i get in my car and i'm so defeated i'm so sad right and i get it and i go and in this particular town there's this very long just two lane highway it's long there's cornfields on either side it's very lonely it's foggy it's a, it's a sunday morning at 6 30 in the morning i'm driving i'm driving driving and i fall asleep you're tired yeah Oh, no. And I'm going like 55 miles an hour. And I drive oh, and on. I and I go on the I I veer off my lane into the oncoming lane on the left side. Oh no. And there's these, you know, like there's a ditch and they have a, a thing called a culvert and a culvert is this little drain under a driveway so the rain can go through. Oh and yeah, it's, yeah. And it's like this stop, you know, with this metal. So I go and I goom, I hit the culvert and my car goes like goof. 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 No, no, no. Goof. And Turned I rolled, around? I rolled you three rolled. times. Come on. It's insane. And what was the feeling to wake up while rolling? <laughs> Man, I woke up as you I... You remember? I, I remember, of course. I remember as soon as I hit the thing, my body was like... Because <gasps> I thought maybe I hit like a rock on the road and I could just correct it. But I had hit this wall basically with my tire and I was up. You know, like, oh no! And man, I just remember seeing like the green grass and the blue sky just 
trade places three times. Yeah, three and I times. And I have a song about this where it's just like blue and green at 17, a petty virgin fell asleep, you know? And it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And I, I landed on the tires and there was no glass in the car anymore. And somehow, thank God I wore a seatbelt. Thank God thank the airbags God. came out, yeah. you know? And I, I was 17 wow. years old. I crawled out of the car. What a story. Man, and now I got you're out, here. I waved Germany. down a truck. I took this woman's phone and called my dad. My parents showed up. It was crazy. And the car was just basically like you took a, a Coca-Cola can and just stepped on it. You know, it was just like nothing. Glad you're here. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't told that story in a while. I don't mean to bring it down. No, but it's uh it's really yeah, it's a really crazy, crazy time growing up there and I don't even know how we got there. How did we get Thank there? God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We were talking something. We were driver talking license, about driver license, driver's license, driver's license, driver's yeah. license, driver's license. Yeah. yeah, I recently got that. Yeah, I got that last year here in Munich. Finally, so now I can drive. But I, I'm very careful now. <laughs> that's good. It's good because you're a father now. You. Yeah. Yeah. Now I drive. Uh, yeah. Extra safe. Now I don't care if anybody has sex with that's good. anybody. <laughs> good to hear. <laughs> David, do you have to go? I don't want to hold you up if you're late. Um, I I don't think we're we're, we're gonna leave. Yeah, we're gonna leave right now. But um, you're gonna go. Okay, that's good. If I don't you have want any you to be stressed. other questions, no, no problem. Um, yeah, yeah let me see. I asked you about Karaganda and your first years. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Do you know Ali Reza Golafshan? What? Ali Reza or Ali Golafshan? He's Ali the, Reza. He's the director from mm -hmm. the Goldfische. Oh, from the Goldfisher. I don't know him, actually. Okay, you okay. Know? I just wondered, because the, I, I've had him also on the show. He's a, he's a friend. Oh, what is the, the Goldfisher? Is uh, it, is, is is it, it a movie? Yeah, it was a really, really funny, really good German comedy. And it was like... Should I see it? You should the see it, yeah. I, I, I think I saw some... It, it um, did really well. It, I saw some snippets in, in some casting tapes from... Um, actresses yeah or from, they, it's a story about a guy who, who works in like a, a, a physical rehabilitation center like a mental and rehab, physical rehabilitation center and uh, he basically takes advantage of these disabled people to go steal a bunch of money ah and it's I it's should, very I funny see it. yeah it's okay. very funny he's a talented very talented guy and I, I was just wondering because I had him on the show too because he was his family moved to Germany from from Iran when he was twelve and oh. I thought and I thought about you because that's a very similar story. It's a similar story because you know it's uh, it's it's more a deep talk about that because you know it's I don't know if that happens to to people who have like everything as a kid. Mm. Or is it, or is it more a psychological thing happens to you as a kid if you, you know, if you move to a new place and you don't know the language and you have to something in you uh, wants to be perfect but you can't and then I think this is what drives you to uh to this crazy ride where you're just trying to be like the best and the best and the best and the best and at some point you understand you know you yeah know, at some point totally. you understand what what the reason for all this was when yeah. you when you 
when you were a kid. And now I understand, but yeah, but um, as a kid, you just think, okay, I just want want to show everyone I'm better and I'm not this this guy who can't speak German or, you know. <laughs> I think that this is where the, the motivation came from. I don't know if that's healthy, but uh, it works. And if you if you look at other filmmakers or or just uh, all of the guys who just who you just know from being uh, successful. You yeah. always hear like similar stories moving to other countries or, you know, just wanted to or, or didn't uh, uh, didn't. Um, I don't know how to, how to, how to say, it, but uh, maybe family problems, problems with their parents. It's always always the same story, I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely like there's definitely similarities in how you guys both adjusted and I think that's it's I think that's pretty normal but I'm also I'm always impressed by it. I'm always very blown away to hear stories about people who are not necessarily dragged but just taken to a different country whose language you don't know at all and you're yeah. forced to just as in the thing as a kid and kids are so insecure and kids just want to fit in and kids just want to have like a relationship to people yeah. and you exactly. don't even That's know what these guys are saying. And to, to be able to adapt to that and like become these people, like, you know, you're David Helmut, you're the German guy, you know? And then I find mm -hmm. out like months after I know who you are, that you're from Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like you have perfectly acclimated and even escalated in that world. And it's very impressive, man. I think you can be really proud. Thank and I, you. And you, and you are, and I, I hope you are, at least. I am. I am. I'm proud and I'm thankful that I can do what makes a lot of fun. And that's that's what you should be thankful for in this crazy world. I mean. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, for me, you know, if, if you got to go, I think that's that's all the questions I had. I was going to ask you about your school, but, you know, we basically talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. So Wrong Uncensored is out now on RTL Plus. Sign up today yeah. and start streaming. We are posting about it every day. The title track <laughs> is is out now. Smiling from the from the show Wrong. It's out on Spotify, so go stream it. And uh David, is there anything other than the show that you want to plug a website or anything else before we say goodbye? No. Just go and stream it, guys. Go watch the it's show. Worth it. Wrong watch the on show. RTL Plus. Go watch it. Um, David, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording here when we say goodbye. Um, but thank you everybody so much for listening. David, thank you for being here. This was a real pleasure. It was a really fun conversation and it's nice to get to know you a bit more. And thanks yeah. for having me. It was really cool, man. All right, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Have a lovely time, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>